Welcome to the Time In Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 33 of the Time In Podcast. Once again, all three years this week you're blessed with. How you doing guys? All good, all good. Craigie? Yeah, I'm good as well mate. Bit of an awkward silence there, but yeah, all good. I'm sorry, right. we'll cut that out and everybody will think that went professionally. I'll leave your comment in so they can how good the editing is though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we're going to talk about this week is a huge life decision for many people. It's a dividing point. It's it's where you, you make your decision in life, what road you're going to walk down, and that is PC versus console. And then maybe a bit of a buying guide towards which one you would go for. Um, this is an argument we've sort of had in stages because Craig's been PC for a while. Monday recently underwent the big change. <laughs> and unfortunately, I'm undergoing the change myself at the moment. So, We'll talk about that later. It's mainly due to Bundy, unfortunately. But we'll... that's the same reason as me as well. Because <laughs> we done it. The same, we done it at the same time, Bundy, didn't we? When was that? That would have been what September time last year. Uh, probably about that. So it's still fairly recent. Aye, uh, I mean, relatively new to it. But I would say you guys are pretty clued up on it. To be fair, I mean, whenever I've had an issue of phone juice to and that's sort of got me to the stage of, of getting one now. So, um, first thing we need to dis- discuss is console versus PC. Now, in an ideal world, the answer is, you have them all, you have both. <laughs> you have every console and you have a computer, but understandably, no possible. So, firstly, price against performance. Would you agree that if you've got about £500, you're better with a console? Yes. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so, I'll go on. So, depending on what you need it for, though. Yeah. Uh, I would. So, there's, there's like obviously, you get loads of people that that make YouTube videos and stuff about building PCs. That's quite like a big, massive thing on YouTube. But you do get like what they call the five hundred dollar console killer and stuff like that, oh, where true, it's like, true. where it's like meant to be the same price but slightly better, even though t- compared to the PCs that you would rather buy, like to make sure you're going to have a longer life uh, span for, for, for it, that's I would still say it's maybe no the best option. But there is there is ones out there. I wouldn't say it's completely console. I'd still go with console, but there is some options out there. Yeah, definitely. I think um, what what it partly comes down to as well is where do your friends play? You know, if you if all your friends are on Xbox, you're not going to go buy a PlayStation or a PC, unless it's a crossplay game like Warzone, you mostly play or something. But um, although now, with like so, like on the PC, the now, if I wanted to, I can press the Windows key and G, and it will bring up the like my Xbox Live thing, and I can join parties and stuff. That's so, very true. That's very true, actually. And, and then obviously the games like Warzone, Fortnite, um, Rocket League, all that kind of stuff, where where they're like cross. Um, platform I can play with my friends and stuff like that so I think for, for certain games definitely know the best because it's not it's not something that I would maybe jump into so I'm not trying to think of a game actually um, I was going to say Warzone but Warzone's already cross-platform 
Fortnite Destiny's not cross-platform, but apparently it's got to be cross-platform in the future, and that's a game I never thought that would have happened with. Well, that's I was going to say Destiny, but I, but I suppose that, well, well, we'll say Destiny for now then, for now, because I was de- I was then going to say Halo, but that's also cross-platform. Yeah. So we'll say Destiny, the new Destiny, which is good. I've struggled to find one, but yeah. I, um So like like obviously we we couldn't play Destiny, but I can still play Destiny and be in the party way. I can play with you at that point. Or for games like the, the Division and stuff, I don't think they're cross-platform. So everyone's like that. But I think it's good that most games are going the way of cross-platform because it means that all those console nibs out there can, can still be... Wow, 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 wow. Okay, right, we'll leave that one there. <laughs> Craig, when you speak about uh, PCs, one of your biggest arg- arguments for them was the, the sort of additional benefit, if you like, the fact that it's it's good for other things. Yeah. So I, I I always put it down to like the argument of console versus PC. Console is for someone who just wants to chill out, sit and play games with mates, nothing else. They might want to stream a little bit um, at a basic level, it's probably fair to say. Um, if that's all you want to do, I 100% support console gaming. I was a console gamer up until the end of last year. So that's what, 20, 20 fucking hell, 29 years? before that, like you had a PC to play with, no, you I maybe don't... just prioritised <laughs> console. I had a PC, but it was always for minor stuff. It was never to a high spec. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I never played games at high spec. But what my argument would be now is, is that, <clears throat> excuse me, is that obviously we started the podcast and that kind of drew me more to go down the PC route because I was using a laptop at the time and I thought, do you know what? I'm going to make the step up. <clears throat> and... It gives me the ability now that I can play games to a higher quality. Um, I can do things that I can't do on a console, whether it be video editing, sound editing, work, for example. Mm-hmm. So I think if you kind of want that all-in-one experience and you want to step up from just playing games with mates, I would always, always say PC. And to be honest, you're generally going to get a better experience playing console, sorry, playing on PC in regards to games. But that's only context. But, but, <laughs> but, but that's only only if you have the right equipment and that comes with a massive price tag, which I know you're gonna get into, which yeah. I'll not go down too much. And then another thing is as well though, there is something so nice about just sitting down playing a console with mates on the sofa. Like there is no better experience. And the only like for me, for example, I've got I've got an Xbox One there that is it's gathering dust to be honest. I've got the PC but one of my favourite things is the Switch. So I've got the Switch, and it's because of the utility of it and how flexible it is. Like you can just, if you want to just sit in your arse and play it, or if you want to plug it into the telly, or if you want to lie in bed, I really like that sort of idea, which is something obviously you massively step away when you go to PC. But that would be my argument for both. If you want the basics, go to console, yeah. save you money. If you want to do more, if you want to go down the streamer sort of route or use it more for work or play with footage, etc., it has to be PC. Okay. Well, there you have it. If it comes to console, doesn't matter which one you pick. If you want utility, AMBA, we move around, take the Switch. If you want high performance, I would say take the Xbox or the PlayStation. It doesn't really matter at this stage. <clears throat> Myself and Bundy have Xboxes, but it, there's probably no much of a difference, if we're being honest. Would you agree? I would, I would argue Xbox because the PlayStation only has one exclusive because all the other games you can get in other formats, whether it be PC, PlayStation 4, whatever, which yeah. is absolutely pathetic, to be honest, for the price tag that they're asking. 
Anyway, I you've just you've just you nearly fell off his chair. Yeah. <laughs> See that there's a Harlem shaking Bundy's house. <laughs> Someone smite down this blasphemy. <laughs> the wait, 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 hold on. I don't know if I can do this. This might fuck my head in. But right now, I'm going to hold up my hands in the air, and a lightning is going to hit me. <laughs> I hope this is like a really, really bad end of the tiny wee like, <laughs> It's going to be, whoop. <laughs> anyway, there you go. Sorry, buddy. The I get what you were saying, right? But exclusive-wise, counting only PlayStation, there is still probably like, so many more games that you can't... Because I don't... Again, correct me if I'm wrong. Like Marvel Spider Man and Spider Man Miles Morales are only PlayStation. You can't get them on the PC. Um, God of War, I believe, only PlayStation. PlayStation Four as well. That's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, it's going to come for PS Five. They've got more exclusives in the pipeline, and whereas I have only one remaining for Xbox, probably. Halo, which is the big one, was meant to be the flagship one on release. They've even got the Master Chief on the box the Xbox comes in, <laughs> and it's not coming out for a fucking year. Mm-hmm. But, um, but well, then, aye, it's like, there, there is obviously, like again, there's obviously like God of War, there's Horizon Zero Dawn, there's Uncharted, there's Bloodborne, there's um, Shadow of the Colossus, which is obviously a big PlayStation. Yeah. Ratchet and Clank, Last of Us, all these different kind of exclusives, which I look at and I'm and I would have previously been like, give me gears, give me Halo. Yeah. But no, I'm like, give me Halo in 2026 at the same time <laughs> as the <laughs> movie comes out. I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. And then, right, I, I saw potentially breaking news because I will tell you exactly how long it was. So call, call me Jamie for a second, right? I am the Jamie of the podcast for a moment. Um, so Bethesda tweeted Is four this- hours ago um, a thirty-second trailer of a, of a of a game. Craig, keep um, your t-shirt on, please. It's Starfall. No, no, nope. And I thought to myself, oh, this must be that, like, Starcraft, Starfall, whatever that, whatever it is. I looked at it and I was like, mm, this looks really weird. What's this? And then I watched it, and there's Indiana Jones. And I don't know how I feel about that. Well, yes, was it three days ago they released the map of, um, the whole map of Tamriel, and it was three locations that were not lit up by candles, and it was telling you the locations that you would be visiting in Elder Scrolls Six. Um, you should you should check that out. But anyway, I'm not going to go down the Elder Scrolls route. When it comes to consoles, then we'd say, <clears throat> look who your friends are. Look at the console exclusives that are not just out but are coming out. Base your decision on that because they're pretty equal. Um, if you're looking to spend more than, we'll say five hundred. Because if you look at the performance of consoles relative mm-hmm. to computer, you do get console beating ones. But you're looking at the five hundred mark. If you're going there or above for a PC, this is where the absolute minefield of acronyms and. It's in a field that is dominated by experts predominantly, unfortunately, uh, begins. Thankfully, for me, I've had the crutch that is Mr. Bundy himself, who has uh, talked me through a build, essentially. So, the first thing that I came to was 
build it or buy a pre-build. Straight away I thought, I could probably do that. As you say, there's plenty of videos showing you how to build it, but, um, well, there's, there's, there's a lot of risk associated with it, I would say, fucking it up or doing the wrong bits. And then the biggest thing, during lockdown, for some reason, all the cost of parts was rocketed. I think it's people working on their own PCs or building them, so you're actually cheaper getting a pre-build. And thanks to my knowledge via Bundy, I now know that it's easier to get newer graphics cards in a pre-build as opposed to getting them like separately and upgrading your own. So when it comes to pre-builds, that's probably the best option. It's what all three of us have went with. Now, we'd recommend three companies you should go to. There's been a bad experience with a certain supplier. I don't know if you want to name them. <laughs> Why? It, Why am I reliving this? It sounds it's well. In fact, the, the, we'll we'll just say that it's an Indian staple dish, <laughs> and then it would some it rhymes with Murray's. Rhymes with Murray's. It also, um, if you think of Computer Planet, but instead. Of the word planet and the word computer, I'm sure you'll know where I'm going. He's a discreet man, I don't know how he does it. So, um, pre-build companies, would you agree cyber power, PC specialist and overclockers are, are safe bets to go with? Yeah, uh, I think I think if you have a good enough standard knowledge, though, you can look elsewhere. Yeah, um, yeah. The big thing is why you're seeing more pre-builds now. Like I've made, I made, I built two PCs in the past. Just standard ones, nothing too fancy. And it's because the need for gaming PCs wasn't as much as a thing. It wasn't nearly to the standard that has been over what in the last mm-hmm. eight years, maybe at a push. And now that there's more of a selection there, like it isn't the case of, oh, I have to build a PC to make it capable of gaming. There's a lot more PCs there. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think the good bracket, if you're going for anything under £800, um, talking British money, yeah. I. And you have a a need to stream or make content, etc. I think you would be looking in the wrong place. You need to be looking at that eight hundred mark and above. I think probably once you get all your peripherals and whatnot, boys, a thousand pounds probably a safe thing to say. You need to invest at least a thousand pounds to make it viable. Well, what I was going to mention is that see, once you've got the computer, you've got mouse and keyboard. If you don't already have them, a monitor which recently clicked to me that you need to get one that's if you get a good PC that's capable of this standard of graphics, you don't even want a monitor that's only giving you this. And you're you're no getting the most out of it, which thankfully again Bundy's been able to tell me <laughs> what kind of monitor you need. And I didn't even realise how complex that was, but we'll, we'll get on to monitors at the end because I think that's an that's an important one. Um what I was going to say was we're going to talk about what you need to put in and if you go into these pre-build websites they make it easy they show you the performance of the computer on different games and the, the amount of frames per second you're getting um, they make it quite idiot proof when you're building one from scratch they won't let you put components together that won't work it might mm-hmm. not be the best but they, they won't. if it won't work they won't do it so um, let's talk about some important aspects and as we go through we're going to highlight what you two would recommend as a good mid-range PC that'll be able to do everything and won't be out of date in the next few years. So we're talking mid-range, uh, 700 to 1,000 budget, roughly? Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, 
Bundy, this is where I'm going to hand over to you because you explained this really well to me. Could you explain the difference between the two main strains, brand, a processors, and the and then I'll, I'll maybe get Craig to talk about about the the graphics card. Uh, so, uh, well, you've so first uh, you've got like when you say processors, I'm assuming you mean AMD and Nvidia. Aye? Yeah, AMD, Ryzen, and uh, Intel. So the the they're the two kind of sides of PC gaming. I would I would expect. Uh, cool, cool, cool. I'll just double checking what you meant there. That's fine. So, uh, basically, um, the AMD and Intel are long and short basically two companies that both make um, the same product to a very high standard with some slight differences. Realistically, it's not going to be too much of, of, a, of a difference if you go with Intel or AMD, but nine out of ten times you'll find that Intel's top CPUs and all that kind of stuff will kind of cost more than AMD, like, like an AMD counterparts. Mm -hmm. um, I think that they're often a bit faster as well, and I think that's why th there's always going to be a, an Intel versus AMD because in some circumstances AMD might be better, in some circumstances Intel might be better. Yeah. I think... Um, it's quite hard because there is literally like a religious like following for both. <laughs> right. I, I didn't realise it was such a big divide. To be honest, it's it's quite serious. Uh, it's it's weird because when you look at the top one percent and their PCs, right, nine out of ten times you're going to see Intel in there. Yeah. Because it's just, in my opinion, a better overall product. So they get the top edge, you, you can maybe EQ a few more FPS from an Intel than you would from a, an AMD. Uh, just loads of stuff. And then, but at the same time, uh, like a lot of people, like for example, like if you go on like PC Mag or PC Gamer and that kind of stuff and read articles, a lot of them will say that when they've done like, in, or like no interviews, but like when they questioned like the public, AMD came out better uh, in terms of what would someone buy. But I think that when you, you you look at something like that, that's probably because if you compare the cost of a Ryzen 7, mm -hmm. it can be anywhere for like four hundred up to like $450, whereas like an i7 would maybe be like $370 and stuff, which is good because that means that the Intel's coming out slightly less. Mm -hmm. But with AMD, you've got more kind of like um, freedom of what you can do with that so that's why a lot of people who like to overclock and stuff like that tend to go with AMD um, For the dummies among us would you be able to explain overclocking? Uh, so <laughs> overclocking is basically when you've so when you've got a PC your PC can basically do say it can go from 0 to 100 overclock, like if you overclock a PC you're basically then taking that computer and making it go to 110 120 it's, and a lot of the things is the reason overclocking is a thing is because the PC will be capable of that. It's just that the parameters in which the company would rather would, would have it used in to for the performance would be obviously from zero to hundred. So overclocking technically will take those parameters and enhance them, but 
a lot that that it can be quite a lot in terms of learning how to overclock your PC safely because if not you can genuinely fuck your PC, um, <laughs> and that's why companies like Overclockers, which is a UK based company, uh, and will like give you the option of them overclocking it for you and then sending it to you because that's kind of like an option because it's a lot safer. Whereas if you gave me a PC and were like overclock it, I'd be like ah, no, brick. Um, <laughs> So I think that, it's kind of like remapping a car in a way, isn't it? It's, like, it's almost the same thing, but in PC terms. Aye, and I think because when you look at the the, the performance, right, that's why the majority of the time you're going to see a, a pattern between AMD and Intel. AMD will be a higher level of um, performance on the on these charts, hundred percent. And then you'll get the Intel, which will come still very very high up. I'm maybe talking like four or five down. And it'll be a cluster of Intel different like kind of stats basically, and then it will go AMD below it. Yeah. The main reason that is because, because as I say, AMD able to be overclocked, able to A B or C, whereas Intel are kind of what I picture as a good broadband provider. Instead of being like up to two hundred, you're going to get ten. They're going to be like up to a hundred, you're going to get a hundred. Do you know what I mean? Aye, it's just what what you pay for is what you get with them. It's it's yeah. as it is. Um, now I'm aware that while you've got the split in processors between AMD and Intel, you've got a similar split split in the graphics card. So Craig, could you tell us what the graphics card is, what it does, and maybe explain how there's t- almost two sides to that? And I believe one works better with Intel and one works better with AMD. Mm. Um, I can give some insight. Bundy will be able to give much more tech, technical insight than me. Um, like I said, I'm going to give a mo- much more simple insight. And a lot of people make the mistake of thinking, I've got a standard PC. If I go and buy a good graphics card, then I'm going to be able to run games at certain frames per second. The most important thing that I would say, Bundy, please jump in if you think I'm wrong, mm. is that if you get a good graphics card, the most important thing about it is that you have a good processor behind the back of that. You need you, they need to they need to work hand in hand. So Bundy and I, when we Aye. first started, we looked at um, how many cores we're looking at within our PCs, an example, and uh, we pretty much worked out anything under an i five would be impossible with the sort of graphics and games that we wanted to run. Um, so I think <clears throat> obviously you get all different grades on graphics cards themselves. For me, I know Bundy and I spoke about this before we went live. What would you say, Bundy, is probably the minimum level you want to go for for sort of standard gaming? Oh, I was about to say processor. If you're talking processor first, what are you what are you looking for? Um, I, I know me and Craig are probably going to be the same on this. I would say i5 and above yeah. because yeah. I think that with... If you if you look at something and you've got an i3, an i5, an i7, an i9, and then obviously whatever ones come out after that, etc., that they're the more way top end. You, no one really realistically is going to want to pick the i3 because it's just not going to last as long as an i5. Even that, if, if the i11 comes out, or i10 or whatever they want to call it, straight away you're now gone, whereas the i5 at least will move back to the same place as the i3 was. So it's just, I would say that realistically you're better going with an i5 and above. See, see if we're talking like time periods, which is the most important thing when it comes down to PC purchasing, mm-hmm. is how long the long jeopardy of it. See, for me, Bundy, I would put the i5's probably got another three years on it as a processor. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think it's got to be another three years. I7s are the sort of high range now. Obviously, you've got above that, like Bundy, Bundy mentioned. Sorry, I can't speak. Um, but I would say the I5's probably got another three years until it's probably outdated. I don't know what you think. I, no, I would, I would say that. I, I think that there's just there has to be a certain element of future proofing when you build a PC, and yeah. I don't think you'd be future proofing properly if you went with an i3, basically. That's my, yeah. So if was, say an i5, does that mean that Ryzen 5 is sort of like the parallel? So as long as you go with a 5 or above, then you're okay? Pretty much. You, you're, you're like, you can get like. I think Intel do it slightly better because you'll have like an i5 9400F or an i5 10400-something or whatever else. There's levels to them, whereas like Ryzen will do like the, the, like the 3700 or whatever else. So I think there is like levels to it, and I think that like realistically, as long as you're getting the upper of the five, then you're okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But preferably you'd, you would obviously, preferably you'd want to go with an i7 or a Whatever, whatever else, but I see to give you an example. So we talked a little bit about the pulling it back in a little more console idea. So the PlayStation Five and the new Xbox, that is at the level of what most gaming PCs were at about between three and five years ago. Mm-hmm. That that just gives you an example of how quickly like PCs can get upgraded. So like you're saying about the long jeopardy, you just need to make sure that you might have to spend slightly more. But do you want to be buying a new PC next year? Of course not. And it comes down the same with graphics. So Bundy and I both have the same graphics card. Is that right? We have the is that twenty sixty? We've got twenty sixty super. I believe that we think we've got. Yeah, that's the one. Um, we again we touched on this before. We you could probably downgrade from that slightly, um, if you wanted to, and it would still last you probably a similar sort of period. But I would advise. Like the 2060 has been amazing for me. I don't know about you, Bundy. If you want to give the example, maybe some games you've run on it, because I know you've done probably more PC gaming than me, to be honest. I've used it more for sort of software and editing. I, I mean, like games like, um, and, I, and I'm going to use a variety of different art styles and stuff here as well, just to, to kind of highlight it. But anything from Genshin Impact, which is kind of like anime art style, you could technically say, running perfectly. Um, games like um, even like Phasmophobia and Among Us and stuff like that, you'll get the best that you can possibly get out of them. Warzone again, like I can now see everything. <laughs> and more. Whereas like if I because this this is the thing I because I have not just an Xbox One but an Xbox Series X the new one and I have the PC, um, I basically can go from one to the other and still notice the PC is better. So that tells you, yeah. <clears throat> Definitely going to be a little better. Um, and then even games like The Forest and Raft and stuff like that, um, where not not only are they better like looks wise, but even the fact that they they have certain things on PC that they don't have on Xbox, which is good. Um, and just in general, I, I would say that the anytime I put up a game on PC, I'm much more. Um, happy with how it looks compared to the xbox and i think the thing that 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 is tough is how to explain that to someone and that's why it's difficult to explain so when for example when ewan came down and seen destiny 2 and the the monitor i have the new so this is a pre-premise or whatever you call it this is a, a disclosure 
the monitor I have just now is not going to be my prime primary gaming monitor. I just bought what I could at the time, and that's so. I've got a, a like a, a just a normal 1080 monitor. Same as when me, I, I think. Aye. So when I go with the 1080 monitor, obviously that's not going as high as obviously I could use my PC to. So when I get my my 144 hertz 1440 monitor, it look even better. But even at this stage, already it looked a it's lot amazing. better than what it did on console. So. If if we talk about the two types of graphics cards, so you have got the NVIDIA, basically GeForce, would you say? Yeah, is, is like the GeForce X, yeah. And the other side, you've got RTX, which is like Radeon, that's the AMD side. So the there's not a good number in system either, I would say, personally. <laughs> so if you're talking about the, the GeForce, which is more the Intel side, if you talk about the 1660i, I believe the one at the start refers to it being... First generation, if it was a like Craig and Bundy have a twenty sixty, that's the second generation. If it's a twenty sixty super, that's like second generation but on steroids. So it's like just up. The way the way the way that the way that I look at it, and again this isn't the way that's like maybe the proper way to look at it, but if you have like a sixteen sixty and a twenty sixty, then you've got basically what I would call is like a like a ten series and a twenty series because one's usually oh, but I know the sixteen sixty is slightly different, but so you've got a 1060 and a, and, a, and a 2060. You've got a 10 series and a 20 series. You'll have exceptions like a 1660 and stuff like that, which are, are kind of like middle ground almost. Mm-hmm. But the majority of the time, it's going to be this series against this series. And it's basically the 10 the ten series or the 20 series or the 30 series or whatever else, uh, you're going to want to go up that series. And then whilst you're in that series of 10, 20 or 30, you're going to get like a 2060, 2070, 2080, a 1060, 1070, 1080, a 3070, 3080, 3090, blah, blah, all that kind of stuff. Um, I think when you look at them, obviously you've got NVIDIA and Radeon, and I would argue till I'm blue in the face that NVIDIA absolutely blows Radeon at the water. I would agree. Because when you... So this is going back to a wee while ago when I was first looking at PCs and stuff because I can only go by what I'm the most up to scratch on. So when when they had obviously for example the, the 2070 Super, right? So the 2070 Super really, really good graphics card and AMD had uh, the Radeon RX 5700 XT uh, and that wasn't performing as good as the 2070 Super. At that point NVIDIA have and had the, the 3090, which is basically an 8K graphics gaming card. So, <laughs> like, we we don't really even have the technology for that because <laughs> it's so niche. Like, you would need to buy an 8K monitor, an 8K like an 8K graphics card, which is literally so expensive in itself. Then you would need to have like the best of the best. You'd need to have as much SSD, as much RAM, as much an hard disk drive as much everything as you could possibly want in order to run that and that is going to set you back a bomb could if you imagine in, could sorry could you imagine if like i got that and i would play minecraft on it <laughs> that's what i mean <laughs> and that's what i was going to say because that was literally my next thing and it's, it's good that you said that because if you're the top one percent of like an esports or if you're something like that or if you're just fucking loaded great go for it but if you are like someone like Craig has just said, who's going to enjoy playing Minecraft and some other like more basic in terms of graphics-wise games, there is no point whatsoever. Yeah. Not not a single point in hell. So if we're, if we're talking middle of the range, you guys were saying 
around the fifth generation of processors, so say Intel, Ryzen 5, when you're talking about graphics card, anywhere in the second generation is probably looking good if we're sticking mm-hmm. in a mid-range budget. So maybe yeah. say about the 20 series, somewhere in the 20 series. Mm-hmm. Do you know what would be a really good thing to do? What I'm going to do is, um, if you look above me at the moment, this is my PC. This is my sort of standard, and this is a good standard PC. Um, and then Bundy, if you just want to point up above you, um, this is Bundy's PC, which is the HBO one, which is a slight um, improvement loan, which is a really, really good standard PC. Um, if you want to check any of them out as an example, that's a good place to start. Also, if you want to get your boss out and say, I'm <laughs> fucking daddy, you can check out Ewan's, which isn't here yet, but wait, wait, wait. beast. Ewan, you need to speak to switch the cameras because we're on Hangouts. But, oh, um, sorry. I just realised that we're on Hangouts. My computer's up here somewhere. Um, you need I, to be praying. It's not here yet. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm clenching every day looking at my email. <laughs> um, one surefire mark of quality is that Bundy pretty much designed this thing from scratch. The only thing he didn't design was the case, which is a drop-down menu <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, I, it might be good. I can maybe do a bit of an unboxing with it when it comes. See how yeah, that goes. Yeah. Um, so if we're <laughs> that by the way, if we were going through building it, it was like so you probably want like an i5, but if you want to like take your dick and just slap it on the table, right? I7. <laughs> and but it was that thing, um so if you are going to go maybe like a step up or a step down, there is a link between the processor and the graphics card, meaning yeah. that they, they do need to almost be in line. One other thing is that see if you change either of these two things, this is what I realised, all the other components sort of tie into these, and so they might need uprated or downrated, and that has a huge impact on prices you go down. Um, uh, it's because if you have, if you have, so this is the thing, right, and this is where I honestly think some people are fucking crazy, right? If you are, are sitting there and you have 16 gig of RAM, you have 512 gigabytes of SSD and you have a terabyte a, a HDD. That's cool. If you stick a 3090 in there, you're a fucking idiot. All right? <laughs> That's it. There's, you're, you're stupid. Right? Because, like, realistically, that, no, just no. It, it just it cannot perform to the level that no. it, it, it should. And you will not get. And if you're sitting there with a 3090 and all those things with a 1080p monitor, fuck off even more, right? <laughs> because you're wasting. Your, you could have bought a PC for your setup and still had everything else with a different graphics card and upgraded different, and probably bought your food shopping for the next four months and saved money if you had just went with a different graphics card. Yeah. See, see, see what you're saying, Bundy. Like, I'm not an expert. I know slightly more than you and. And Bundy, Bundy, uh, we Bundy knows far much more than me. He's really into it, and you kind of the whole I thing of ha- owning like a good PC rig is that you need to learn it. You kind of do. You need to understand how how it works. And mm-hmm. everybody goes on about, "I'll build more and I'll save money." Realistically, you don't save much. And the big problem is so talking in Ewan's terms, right? Look at it as a car. I've got a V six twin turbo petrol engine. I'm away to put in my fucking mum's Nissan Sunny. That's a nineteen eighty reg car. Right. Some people do you like a mean? sleeper car. <laughs> no, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Bundy's just hit the nail on the head. All the components need to work together hand in hand. It needs to be like a well-oiled machine. And there's mm. all these people, like the example that he just gave, like, they'll go, I need this. 
and then I'm going to have this, and I'm going to have this, but they don't actually see how that works hand in hand. So somebody might say, oh, I've got a really good graphics card, and you go, brilliant, I'm going to get that one. And then somebody's going to say, I've got a really good whatever it may be. So say we're talking memory, it's you've got fucking memory that's not nearly enough to the crazy graphic cards you've got. It needs to all be a package. So if you're listening and you're thinking about getting your first PC, because I was actually speaking to Alex this week, um, he's considering getting his first one. Um, I would always advise get a pre-build at the moment because pre-builds are to that quality now. Yeah. They weren't a few years ago. There's good quality ones out there, like the examples that we gave. So You brought up a good point there, Bundy. One last thing to explain before we, we move on to peripherals in a way. Could you quickly explain the difference between HD, which is hard drive, and SSD, which is solid state drive? It's basically your memory, and this is, there's a, a big difference between them, which I didn't really realise the importance of. Uh, so basically, the, the thing that you're going to want to look at, right? So, and this is technically might be a wee bit easier to explain now that PlayStation and Xbox have kind of started doing it. Whereas, um, if you take SSD, that is going to be something that I would put like your kind of like main game on or something like that, for example, right? Because an SSD performs the same basic function as a hard drive. But it's like it's the data is stored basically on like like flash memory chips and that kind of stuff. This is going to get a bit more technical just to explain. What <laughs> um, and the, the, those retain the data even when they don't get any power from the actual system itself. So they work slightly different than than what you would usually think, right? They're also usually more expensive and all that kind of stuff as well because of that. They're all also a lot, usually a lot smaller than your typical HDD. Um, you could have like any, uh, say for example, example like an HDD of this size with this, an SSD with this, with this. It was crazy. Um, for the audio listeners out there, that was me going maybe like an inch to two inches tall uh, and an inch wide, and then for an SSD and for an HDD, that was like three and a half inches tall to two and a half inches wide for an HD. So that was just an example. I'm anyway, um, glad you brought that up because it's only taking us almost 40 minutes to say this is on video as well now. So when we're pretending to point there and show you things, we can't magically do it through audio. That's so a good check point. YouTube. I think of that. There yeah. will be a, you could link it in the description to the PCs if you want. Yeah, the the audio listeners they they, they know they know if you're an audio because <laughs> I'm an audio listener as well for a lot for a lot of podcasts and I understand like it's built me an image and like an imagery in my head where someone will be like and then there's this and my mind just goes and then they go back to I'm like hey <laughs> but I, um but I because so that's essentially like your SSD and your SSD is going to be a lot quicker because it stores that memory and all that kind of stuff in a, in a different way. Whereas with an HDD, it's going to be just your normal, doesn't store it when it doesn't receive power, just, just kind of sits there and does not too much, just stores it, and that's pretty much it. It literally is like a floppy disk almost, but more advanced, whereas an SSD is a lot more advanced than HDD. Um, floppy disk, man, mind the thing. <laughs> but that's why, like, when, when you, like... If you're like a really heavy downloader and you're like a really big like multimedia user and stuff like that, you can you can use up a lot of space, which you're going to be better for like a, a hard disk drive HDD. Um, and again, just 
for the easiness of HDD, SSD jargon, HDD, hard disk drive, SSD, solid, solid state drive. So uh, HDDs are mere for like just general kind of users in terms of, you know, loads of people that are going to be downloading loads of stuff or multimedia and stuff like that. Whereas SSD are probably what I would say is if you want like the kind of speed demons, um, if you want to run <laughs> speed quick, demons. literally because it's so quick. Um, I would say if you are like um, into your, your kind of your like graphic arts or like engineering and stuff like that, they, you'll need a hard drive, but at the same time, the SSD could also help you. Uh, audio engineers, musicians as well, an SSD is going to be um, a, a lot kind of better for certain things as well. And I think that like SSDs are just at the, at the point of they will get better and better to a point where all you're going to use an HDD for is literally just the excess storage yeah. pretty much because they're a lot cheaper. Mm. If SSDs ever get to a point where they are going to be just as cheap as a, an HDD is just now, then amazing because it's very unclear if it's going to completely replace them, but it is definitely going to be easily the, the kind of the one to go for if you're going to be going for one. I was going to say, that almost looks like um, SSDs going to make HDs obsolete in the not-so-distant future. Um, so when it comes to peripherals, now you've kind of got a, a decent... Oh, sorry, a mid, mid-range build. If we're talking SSD, what kind of size are we talking? Uh, 512, I would say. 512 gigabyte. 512, I'd go with that as well, yeah. Uh, that's good. And because they're quite cheap, hard drive, would you say about a terabyte? Yep. Yeah. Safe. Um, so also, I don't know if you guys will have just got the message that I put on Hangouts, right? But when I was saying that, like, if, if you want to put your balls out, right? I just wanted to, because to, I actually meant to, to send this to you the other day, but, and I totally forgot about it. But um, that is a link to a PC th- that is literally the most balls out PC I think I've ever seen. Um, and it is. It looks at as well, so uh, I don't know. What I can actually do is one day for yes. anyone watching on YouTube. Uh, we, should, uh, we can have them listed like that. We can have Bundy's, holy Ewan's, mother of Craig's, Christ. and then <laughs> if you've got a super banger, this is the one you buy. So, what price? Wait, can I guess the price? Because I've not seen it yet. Um, are we, what are we talking? Three grand? No, 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 £6,799.99. It, it looks like a Transformer. Like, yeah. <laughs> what I'll do is, for, for anyone who can't see, obviously this is a smaller scale, I'll pop the actual computer above that Bundy's shown us as well. Awesome. Uh, what, what's to, it called? What is uh, that? This is the Chill Blast Fusion Conqueror Ultimate <laughs> MPP. Um, and basically, so, so this one is like meant to get like the most performance ever, ever, ever. Um, if you finance it, it will cost the same as what I'm paying for a mortgage over a, a, uh, over 24 months. Um, it has an AMD Ryzen Threadripper 3970X and a 64 gig of um, DDR4 RAM at 3600mHz, which is insane. It has a, a RTX 3090 24 gig, um, which again is the 8K kind of bad boy that we earlier. It has two terabytes of M.2 generation 4 SSD, which again, to not unjargon, that means 
I'm a fucking badass. Um, it has four terabytes of normal SSD because a hard disk drive ain't going in this bitch, right? Um, so not only do you have M.2 SSD, you also, instead of having a hard disk drive, you have SSD. And it honestly wouldn't surprise me if it fucked a hard disk drive in there as well. It looks um, like it's been in a Terminator film or it's going to take over a planet as well. Has anybody oh, else got a chubby? Yes. It's just me. <laughs> and as I said, right, oh. this thing is six six thousand seven hundred and ninety nine pounds ninety-nine pence and doesn't come with a mouse keyboard monitor or anything like that. So when you put, <laughs> so when you put all of those peripherals together, enjoy your ten grand PC setup, my man. Right, so if anybody out there has more, far too much money, right, if anybody's got far too much money out there, you're welcome. We've just we've sorted you mm -hmm. your your kitted out. Um, the, the cool thing is, right, is that honestly is probably one of the coolest looking PCs you will ever see because it honestly looks like like a futuristic motorbike slash. <laughs> it looks like the head at the head of like a of an automated robot drone. It looks like a Terminator. It looks. It just. It just. It just cool as shit. Like, I like seeing a PC that's a bit of a different uh, casing. So for all I think the brand Alienware is overpriced for what it actually is and the performance it gives. That you have to admit the cases are pretty cool. All their stuff styled pretty cool. Oh, it looks phenomenal. Uh, it looks like a it's, sort of fan. You know the the fans that you get with the turbines. And it's the like uh, moving back to peripherals because I love how we've talked about. A good standard PC, and then Bundy's pulled up that absolute demon. Well, you need to talk about like top of the. <laughs> oh no, I know. I Is think it's but I was going to say peripherals, and if you're going from the aesthetic, look what Razor's done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Razor's absolutely smashed it. One of the older companies as well now, because there's that many. Yeah. Razors are still going strong, and their their equipment's quality. And I own none of it, but um, <laughs> Razor, if uh, you want to send many, um, yeah. Before we jump onto peripherals, one last thing to complete the build, Bundy. Um, if we're talking about RAM, how much are you looking for a mid-tier build? Uh, I would say 16. 16 yeah. gigabyte, okay. So there you you go. If anyone's you looking for a mid-range build that's about 700 to a grand, talking i5 processor, any graphics card from the 20 series, we said 512 gigabyte SSD, 1 terabyte hard drive, and... 16 gigabytes of RAM. So as yeah. Craig was saying there, when it's one thing to look at a computer, but peripherals can can easily shoot up the cost of build. Most people have a monitor or a TV kicking about and you can plug them in, but mouse and keyboard. So Bundy, you got a... Can you hold up your mouse for everybody? You can show us. Describe Bundy because the camera's um, switch. So... Basically, let me let me just make sure that that's it's like a bat. Be... I still think it looks like a bat. It's, this is the um, HP Photon um, wireless mouse, where essentially it has um, like a paddle kind of system where these can come off um, magnetically and then just go back on. Um, the same for the buttons um, that are on the side, which if I'm able to get my lighting sorted, you'll be able to see. Um, you'll be able to see these buttons there. Um, it also has just kind of like features that you would find in a, in a gaming mouse, such as it goes up to, I believe, 1600 DPI. That's the um, sensitivity, isn't it? 
Yes, the, the sensitivity is controlled by the two buttons just below the scroll wheel. Oh, yeah. The scroll wheel itself can actually, as a button function, if you put it to the right and if you put it to the left, so not just if, if wow. the scroll wheel itself, and obviously you can click it, you can make it so there's two buttons on the left, two buttons on the right, and you can just kind of change these out for just a normal mouse um, in terms of holding the side, or these are literally like rests where you can put your fingers and That's slide. Close. Um, so it is a quick one. How much does right, that, that um, typically retail at? Uh, For reference, my mouse, keyboard, mouse mat, and headset cost £40 combined. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on Amazon, the Photon mouse is um, oh, on, currently on sale at the moment. It was £121.52. It's now £87.96. Catch a shell of bargain trips. Do you know what's nuts, though, right? I, I've got a really bog standard mouse, but it's got buttons in the side. The fact that he's got so many options for buttons, to give you an example that you understand, Ewan, is that... It's like an elite controller for the Xbox. Well, well I'll put it into easier concept. Do you know when we converted from Destiny on console to PC for a period of the time? I had I could control my full loadout, so grenades, switching guns, special abilities, supers, just with my mouse. I didn't have to use the keyboard. That's pretty cool. I think if you're going to take you know it mean? serious, I would rec- so we'd recommend uh, a keyboard with all the keys and a mouse and a number pad at the side. They're just right having a number pad and uh, a mouse with as many buttons as possible. Is that fair to say? <laughs> pretty much, man. Um, as long as it's not one of the one of the ones that's just a bit too congested. But if that's your thing, hand for it without hitting a button, sort of thing. Uh, <laughs> no, I think obviously the good uh, thing is that people will always kind of swear by like wired mouses, but now we're at the point where a lot of the wireless mouses are more expensive, but are just as good as a wired mouse. Um, obviously, if you can get a wireless mouse that, that you can use both wired and wireless, then great. Um, but I, I think that that would definitely be a good shout for a mouse that's not too expensive. I mean, but you get mouse mats I- that charge them up at the same time, don't you? Yeah, yes, do. I do not. So this is that actually made to say is I think I, I I was meant to get it, but I didn't. I just got a normal mouse mat. Oh, weird. Yeah. But, just maybe no pit batteries in it. No, no, no it doesn't. Have, it doesn't have the thing along the top. Nah, that, that really, the hard bit. Uh, no, it doesn't have that. Unfortunately, but it is a nice mouse mat. Um, nice. The one thing I would say though is that this is a pro tip if you are currently buying any peripherals whatsoever. Um, so let's just use Craig's previous example of a razor. Um, so if you are going to be buying, like I would say, like a razor mouse mat or a razor mouse and stuff like that, they can be very expensive. Um, yeah. They are very good, but they can be expensive. If you look at something like the Death Adder or something like that, then again, like, like these mouse are the same that's used by a lot of these kind of like top tier streamers and stuff. Um, maybe like between 100 and 130 quid. If you can try and find someone sponsored by Razor and see if they have a discount code, yeah. or that goes for get... every PC peripheral brand, exactly. Yeah, so if you can find something like that, amazing because a lot of these big streamers will have certain streams where they have a discount code or a better kind of offer and stuff like that, whether it be mouse mats, mouses, yeah. anything. Try and try and see because that's obviously like what the whole point of the sponsors or sponsorships are. I mean, so. you get ones that are sponsored by like PC specialists. So even looking for computers, it's worth it. Is go out there, mm-hmm. look out. If say you wanted a, a razor thing or a Steel Series thing, just Google Steel Series partners or affiliates, and, and you know you'll find them. Well, just think of the example. Tip, actually, 
What about the example? So Tom Syndicate is still one of the UK's biggest streamers slash YouTubers. He's his main sponsors is Razor and Scuff. Mm-hmm. Just as an example, so yeah, it just shows you. Benny Central is Turtle Beach, Turtle Beach and uh, is it Roca? Roca. Um, I, I don't know how you pronounce it, but PC kind of stuff. Um, you mentioned it earlier, Bundy. Monitors. So I believe there's three main parameters. Four. You've got the size of the screen in inches. Mm-hmm. You've got the refresh rate. Mm-hmm. The resolution. And I can't remember what it was. I'm guessing frequency because it's measured in hertz. <laughs> uh, no, so that that um, like that hertz. So that your 144 hertz is like kind of. Like, so it is a frequency, but it's also related like to the majority of the time. It's going to be related to all of the things you've said. Like all of those sh- should be working in tandem with each other. Yeah. So if if you have Let's go mid range again. If we're talking mid range, you want one that does 1080 for the resolution, mm-hmm. anything yep. between 23 inches and 27 inches. Mm-hmm. Size does not matter. Keeps telling yourself, <laughs> Craig. <laughs> Size does really, really doesn't matter when it comes to monitors. Depends how close you sit to it, to be honest. You really? As close. As big a monitor as you can get without having to turn your head when you're sitting at it, I think is a, a good general rule. Uh, yeah, obviously, like, it, it also depends on your setup and stuff because if you can only fit two 23.8 inch monitors, then go for two 23.8 inch monitors. If you can fit uh, like a fucking a, a 54 inch ultra wide and that you like that fire in. Oh, that's insane. Yeah, well, they but, just kind of curve around you. But to give an example, and I, I talk about this quite a lot, certainly Bundy and I spoke about this quite a lot as well, is that a lot of people are buying PCs now, not only to play games, but to stream, etc., because how not easy it is to do, but how accessible it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things that I would recommend, this is just my pre- preference, but if that's why you're doing it, go for two monitors rather than one big one. Trust me. Mm-hmm. You will want two monitors. One, for example, when you're streaming, that you have your stream on one side, and then obviously your game or footage on the other. Same again if you're recording a YouTube video, if you're recording Hey Ho, a podcast is a good example. You You always want to have two monitors. Like the example that we've done, even with this episode, I've got the guys on a call here that we're all recording, but I can also, because I have the recording set up on the other screen, the example that Bundy gave of the high quality PC, I'm then able to bring that up and show you that feed live. Um, so it just shows you always if you're going down that route, I'd always recommend two monitors. Even if you get a good one for like most of the playing on, it and then a cheap side one, you can still get two. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, have yeah. to be two the same. Don't even need to be two the same size. You um, can technically also. This is like again, if you're that guy who's going to go and buy that six thousand eight hundred pound PC. <laughs> What to do, my man, right? It's go and get two of the best fucking monitors you can and then go and get a horizontal monitor, if it's a vertical monitor as well, and have that like standing uh, there as well and just have just like your bank basically on there completely. <laughs> Current account. Literally. Oh. But aye, so because there is obviously like benefits to it, so that's why some people, depending on their kind of setup and stuff, they might have one monitor, two monitors, three monitors that may be like one monitor that's like they're gaming monitor and it could be a horizontal monitor as a second it could be two kind of standard monitors whatever so whatever kind of setup suits you monitor wise i'd definitely say go for it um 
there will be people out there who have two monitors and a horizontal monitor that maybe stream and their chat is literally just that horizontal monitor. That's a really good cook and cool thing. But again, you need to have the bank balance for it as well. Um, see, when, uh, this is something I only learned at the end of last week and I learned it from Monday. So if you're talking about a computer that can maybe do, for example, 120 frames per second on a game and you're going to be doing that, the mm. frequency, so we're calling it the frequency, it's measured in hertz, so I'm guessing. If you've got a 75 well, the, hertz monitor... The, the refresh rate is the 144 hertz and stuff, that's the refresh, refresh rate. rate. Sorry, refresh rate. So if that was, say, 144 hertz, you'll, you'll be able to go up to about 144 frames per second in that. Um, the, the idea behind that is it would be good to have a monitor that matches your setup. So again, if you're going to get a higher processor... Higher graphics card, you you might need to look at a higher monitor if you want to take advantage of that. The um, the other one that I only learned about recently is it is it the refresh time? So uh, response time. Response time. That was it. That was it. Could you explain to us about that? Uh, so um, the thing that I would say with like FPS and refresh rate as well. So uh, FPS is how many frames your game like computer is like like producing, generating, drawing, whatever you want to call it. Um, well, the refresh rate is how many times the monitor's refreshing the image that's on the screen. So how many times it's going like, you can't, you can't obviously, I can't see it, but it's going to boom, 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 boom. So that won't necessarily affect your frames per second that you're getting, but it will it will affect your perception of the frames per second, per second that you're getting. So it's not going to improve or, or anything in your FPS, but it'll improve how you, how you view it, basically. Um, Refresh rate in terms of hertz and then response time is going to be like what's the best way to describe it? Without sounding really weird, it would be, for example, so it's generally measured like milliseconds, so it'll be either like one millisecond, two millisecond, three, four, five, blah one, blah. One you can tends to be about the average for like mid tier monitors, doesn't it? Right, and it's like. If you were to take a 16 millisecond response time, that would technically translate to a theoretical like 60 hertz maximum refresh rate mm -hmm. um, because it's like one second over 60 is equals 16.6 milliseconds. So that's kind of how the math works for it. But in terms of your refresh rate, um, that's going to help your response time because the more the better the response time, the better the refresh rate, the better the, the overall performance of your monitor is going to be. So when it comes to response times, that's going to affect you. So that's going to affect your refresh rate because it cuts down on image like image issues that you'll have like blurring, tearing, ghosting, stuff like that, which could be something along the lines of say if you're playing Warzone and and you're running and suddenly you see like a wee like skip, very slight skip. That's like what you call like a tear or ghosting or whatever else you would maybe want to call it. But that that's going to help with in terms of like response time because your computer and well, your, your PC and your monitor are responding at a much higher rate. So you explained that you've got a, a monitor now, but that's going to be your secondary monitor, if you like. Yes. So when you get your main monitor, so you've got a, an i5, like we said, 20 series so if we were talking a good main monitor you said it would be the resolution would be about 1440p rather than uh, i think that 
So if we're if we're saying mid range, a ten eighty is fine. I, th- I think that there's there's no issues with having a, a, a ten eighty. It would still be nice to have a ten eighty that has one hundred forty four hertz refresh. Yeah, which obviously that's better. But again, I think that with monitors because there's so many variables, a ten eighty is fine. The higher the hertz and the, and the lower the response time, great. But for me, where I'm going to physically see the benefits is going to be at that 1440p. So I would almost say that if you are going from medium to high end, 1440 will be worth it. Yeah. Where there's sort of diminishing returns, uh, you explained, is like the uh, the refresh refresh rate. Yeah, so you say the, mm-hmm. usually between one and four seconds, but see that one second, that's really good. But there's people who pay exponentially to get that down to zero point two seconds, and it, yeah. at the very top tier esports, that has a benefit for us yeah. playing Call of Duty <laughs> where with your mates. It, not really. See, only go Bundy, only go Because also, I would say if you're going medium range, 120 hertz and stuff like that is also going to be good. You don't need to go full 144 hertz. That's cool. Even even like 75, 120. That like you the higher you go in terms of hertz and refresh rate, the better. The lower you go in terms of response time, the better. There is obviously you you can get 4K monitors which are ridiculous, but again, those are really high end. But you can technically get like what's like 1080p monitors that are, as I said, low millisecond, high refresh rate that are going to still be worth it. So yeah. you don't, it's not, it's not like a telly where you go, oh, that's just basic HD, <laughs> OLED out the way, loads. I mean, so um, I think that like you, the monitors, you need to be a wee bit more open to, to, to jigging and poking around. Yeah. Okay. See, yeah. I don't know, like, if I'm able to do this or not, but to like kind of sum up what we've all been discussing, the most important thing, if you're buying a setup, you need to first of all work out, if you're buying it for gaming, what are you going to use it for? If you're going to use it for general gaming with mates, you want to play high quality games, um, you might stream little bits here and there, you're not going to put numerous time and effort into it and all this sort of stuff. But do we all agree console gaming's the way to go? Yeah? Mm-hmm. I think Aye. so. If you're looking at Aye, that sort of five hundred pound budget, yeah. Because the thing is, like certainly Bundy has went into great detail about how things work, what sort of thing to buy. It's all putting a plate for you with a console. It's there. The yeah. only thing that might change is your memory. Do you know what I mean? It's so easy. So if that's what you're looking for, imagine when go you were going to buy an Xbox that they made you choose all the components you wanted inside. <laughs> you're just like, how have I ended up with a Sega Mega Drive? Uh, I'd have a GameCube. What the fuck is this? <laughs> but uh, the thing is, it all comes down to when you're buying your rig, I would certainly, if you're going to do streaming, etc., with the suggestions, especially that Bundy's put forward, they're a really good baseline. Um, maybe not so the cool master what? <laughs> oh, the, the, the chill blast. The fucking, chill blast. Chill blast fucking. shagger master 6000. <laughs> what's, what's the graphics? 6900. I thought I was going to say, I was waiting for it. But, uh, oh, no. so, 
funny you should say that, right? Because the guy who's bought that, that at 6,800, right? He's sitting there thinking that everything's cool, everything's good, he's the fucking alpha male. If you look again in the chat that I've just put that into, what he doesn't realise is the guy who bought this PC is fucking his wife as he... As he, as he, as he <laughs> is that, is that 30k? That's 30,000 pounds. That is, a two, to, to my knowledge, the most <sighs> expensive PC you can buy. And the reason it's like that is because that's actually two PCs. Just, um, just like depending on the Bugatti Veyron, put like the, the two V8s together to make like the W16. <laughs> I have actually, a request. I have a request, Ewan. Can I get a wit? What? wild. This this specific PC, right, is is basically worse than that, Ewan, right? Because it has three 30 and 90 graphics cards in it. Go back on that. Not one, not two, three. As in, 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 there's like, see, I honestly think if you load up Microsoft Flight Simulator on that, someone comes and picks you up in a jet. <laughs> like, Jesus, I see it. Well, anyway, going back to kind of rounding this off, is yeah. that you need to you need to work out what's important to you. So I would always advise Bundy's the best guy to speak to the three of us, but I would always advise your computer is the most important factor. You need mm-hmm. to make if you're going to spend money, spend it on that. Um, if you're focusing on doing gaming content, etc., it has to be that and monitors. Would we agree? Yeah. Yeah. Keyboard and mouse, as much as they're great, they're not a necessity. You can a controller in. Yeah. Um, when it comes down to headphones and stuff, again, it depends what you're really doing. For example, with us, when we first get started getting set up, the first thing I invested money into was a really good microphone because we're doing podcasting. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It all comes down to. What is it you're looking for? People are always going to have a different opinion, which is fine, but you need to work out what's best for you and make sure the where you're going to invest the money, again, is in your standard sort of PC side of things, the actual computer yeah. itself. I'll give a quick review of something. If you fall into the niche where you play Xbox and you play PC, I've not updated my headset since I had an Xbox 360, and I got one recently. <laughs> Steel Series Arctis 9X. Wow. You can have it connected to the Xbox and your computer at the same time. So you could be on Discord but still have game volume from your Xbox come through the headset because mm. it goes to the Xbox using the Xbox connection you would use with your controller and Bluetooth to the computer. It's not as clear on the computer, but you can get an adapter that plugs into your computer and then it's just like connecting to the Xbox. So cracking headset. Batteries are alright on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we'll round that up there. Quite happy with that, guys. Yeah, um, I was only going to touch on one thing that's really quick. Big shout out to Sam, who done our new song. It was actually available in our last episode. We weren't sure it would be ready in time. It's fucking amazing, in my opinion. Um, obviously, we're going to be biased, but I think he's done an absolute smashing job. And big shout, big shout out to Daryl, who was on episode 
21. If anybody was listening to the podcast out loud and got aroused when they heard Welcome to the Timing podcast, that was Daryl's voice. That, that was Daryl, yeah. If you could um, hear your wife in the background going, who's that at the door? <laughs> that was Daryl. Daryl's just there like, hello there. To the Timing podcast. So we're going to get a Daryl yeah. soundboard, ideally. Yeah, well, big shout out to the two of them. The good thing is, it's an even bigger shout out to Daryl because Daryl is also a fucking giant of a man. So not only does he have a voice that will steal your girl, he has a fucking giant of, of physique that will be a fuck your girl at the same time. So Do you know what I actually found out last week? Um, so I've met Daryl loads of times. We've worked together. Um, but he's actually physically, he's a big, he's a big, strong guy, but he's actually not that tall. And he told me the other week he's only, what, 5'11? And I was like, there's no way. You must be like 6'6. Six, six. But it's just because <laughs> the sheer size of him, you think he's much taller. But um, he's only yeah, 5'11. No many people would say that, Greg. <laughs> I suppose. Uh, coming from <laughs> But um, a big shout out to the both of them. It's, yeah, I think it's a really awesome. good example of um, the quality that we want to bring in 2021. And it, uh, it's just awesome work from both of them. So yeah, I just wanted to Quite give them a fun shout fact, out. fact, I believe Sam wrote that in how long? The first, first draft date, he done it in how long? Two hours. Two so, hours, I'd still be working out how to play the tune. To give you an example, there's there's nothing Sam can't play in guitar. There you go. Uh, there you go. He's 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 phenomenal. And obviously we as we are are quite nitpicky, especially myself, and we gave feedback. He changed that within what half a day? Yeah, we had we had and it feedback was twice and it was done like that. What a guy. So everybody go check him out, listen to him. Has he got his own Spotify? Uh, so Sam is the lead guitarist of Monster Movie Posters who done an episode with Bundy and I he also has his own project which is Columbia um, I've linked his Instagram and you'll find all his socials from that so yeah big shout out to him awesome well happy with that guys cheers for joining us this week uh, we're not quite sure what next week's topic's got to be but uh, we are going to have either an episode or a video out next week which might be slightly different hopefully still yep. just as good yeah, um, we might have a fitness instructor episode coming up as well, but I'll talk to you about that off camera, <laughs> which will be funny. What oh, are, are you making the noise for? I'm the fat one. <laughs> I feel I feel like there's a, a bit of hypocrisy going on here. <laughs> you're, you're gym shark and I'm sitting here with my son's anarchy. They're like, yeah, it's fine. Oh, jeez. Anyway, we'll cross that bridge when we come here. Cheers, guys. Cheers, boys. Which PC peripheral would make the best sex toy? Well, funny you should say that because Craig, see that big long girthy thing that's right in front of your face? That would be the HyperX Quadcast. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>